0: and welcome to another episode of Trash Trash or Treasure, Treasure. the podcast where Kim and Amy bring you spoiler-free recaps, reviews, and recommendations for whatever we read this week. Amy, you're in charge. What do we read? We
1: read, because it only just came out and we're so excited, The Book of Cold Cases by Simone St. James.
0: And long-term listeners of the podcast will know that realistically, we do love ourselves, a Simone St. James. Not all Simone St. Jameses are equal, but that's only because when you have a million awesome things, you still can have things that are more awesome than other things. So Correct. as soon as this... I think we had this on pre-order. Yeah, we did. Yeah. We
1: were stalking its release date. It's part of our sort of, hey, long-term listeners,
0: please, can you get yourselves onto Simone St. James? <laughs> yes. No, we're big advocates of Simone St. James. Love her work. Do we love this one? Where does this fall? In On our, the spectrum, yes, spectrum of, of moments James. Show. Okay. So, shall I do the spoiler-free recap? Because we know that, A, these plots are complicated, and, B, you don't Yeah, want it's things.
1: one of those between one time and now, and yeah. I'm never so great at those. So, yes, go for it.
0: Okay, so, as you said, we are telling the story across two timelines, but it starts in, I guess, what you'd call the contemporary timeline. Yeah. It's not set in, like, today or last year or whatever. It's set in 2017. So, 2017 into 2018. We follow Shay Collins, whose name is spelled S-H-E-A. So Shea, I said Shay in my head as I read it the whole time, so that's what we're going to call her for the purposes of today. And she is... Pretty much, she lives in Oregon, on in this little lakeside town. Mm-hmm. That's not tiny, hundred people, but it's not a big city either. It's kind of that middle-sized town, and it's got some bits that are quite fancy. So you know, it's a big a enough town to have different kind posh of gated posh communities yeah, that kind of versus stuff.
1: city apartments. Yeah, and exactly. Things
0: like that. And she's lived there her whole life. At, The time we meet her, she's, I think, mid-20s, maybe in her early 30s. It's unclear. She's
1: in her late 20s.
0: Yeah. And she is a receptionist at a doctor's office, but that's really just her day job. What her passion is, is unsolved crimes, unsolved murders or disappearances, and she runs a website that has, like, you know, private discussion boards and that she moderates and she writes a whole bunch of blogs and articles for, called The Book of Cold Cases. She's pretty obsessive as a person, like, really obsessed with trying to solve these cases and solve these problems and coming up with new conspiracy theories. And she's she's also also really reclusive. So she doesn't like to meet new people. She doesn't like to meet strangers. She has a lot of rules about how she runs her life. She lives alone. She's recently divorced from her husband. It didn't last very very long because she is quite set in her ways and quite reclusive and kind of very obsessively into like death and murder and crime Mm. and criminals and stuff like that the only person she really talks to apart from her sister who she is close with even though her sister is a completely different kind of person to her they're still friends and stuff is michael who is kind of i guess the love interest but it's a simone st james which like this is one of her versions this is one of her examples where the love isn't the central it's not front and center so michael is a private investigator who she hires to help her with some of her background research and investigation yeah. for her website he was a
1: police officer yeah used he to be that to be a
0: Private eye. And although they've worked together for well over a year and known each other for quite a long time, they've never met in person because she doesn't meet with strange men. The main reason, so she doesn't do that, she has a very serious security system in her house and she will not get into a car. It doesn't matter who's driving it, she won't. She walks or takes the bus. And it all stems from she was abducted when she was nine but managed to escape pretty quickly but the guy who had abducted her had killed a lot of people like was a serial rapist and murderer of children she like it was a near Escape like a narrow yeah. escape, kind of for her, and so that's given her a whole bunch of reasonable and understandable hang-ups. And she's been in a lot of therapy, but this is as this is as functional as she gets. Kind of that's the and, idea. And she's
1: just like this book of cold cases sort of is my therapy. It's yeah, it's really, her really important yep.
0: to me. And Michael gets it and really is fascinated by all of that as well. She is. In her, at her job, when a woman comes into the surgery, to the doctor's surgery, and she recognizes her but can't work out why she recognizes her and kind of looks at her name on the appointment book. And it's Elizabeth Greer, who is this stunningly, like, straight out of a magazine, must be a movie star, beautiful, beautiful woman who, when Shay meets her in t- 2017, she's like 60 ish. Maybe a bit younger, but she's like an older lady. And Elizabeth Greer was tried for multiple homicides as the lady killer who was a serial killer in this little sleepy town in the 70s. Yeah,
1: so 30 years prior.
0: Yeah, and she was acquitted of those crimes at that time. But everyone was like, no, but the crimes were never solved. So they were like, well, if Beth didn't do it, who did? So on a whim, Shay follows her. And oh, it, but
1: it's important that this Beth, no one has really ever seen her out and about since. No, no, they've seen her out and about. Like, she's not... No, she, she just pretty much holds herself up in a mansion.
0: No, no, people have seen her out and about. She does do other things, but she hasn't moved town. She doesn't have any family. She do- like she's, She doesn't have any friends. Mm. She's all by herself. But she's not like, oh, my God, Beth's left the house? This is the first time in years. Like, she does... She lives a very, very reclusive... Lonely, isolated, isolated, life. isolated life yeah but she never left that mansion and so shay follows her on a whim and through novel plot elizabeth agrees to allow shay to interview her about that time about the lady killer murders about her life blah blah. and blah. that's
1: a big deal because she never does interviews she no. never talks to anyone no. and the people who were investigating at that time never talked to anyone either yeah.
0: Exactly. And so Elizabeth kind of says... They call her Beth through the whole... Sorry, Beth kind of says, "'Come to the mansion, you can interview me, "'and I will open doors for you with other people.'" She starts to investigate, Shay starts to investigate the lady killer murders and we have the interviews at Greer Mansion and that's kind of the modern day side of it and Beth as well. Like what's going on with Beth now is the modern day side of it. And then it also flashes back to the 1970s where Beth is a young woman in her like early twenties, I guess. And the murders are happening and we sort of, it actually flashes back further than that. We follow kind of Beth's childhood and stuff. Yeah because she had, back in the 70s, a really sad kind of life. Her dad was really wealthy, And her mum had been kind of married off because that's what happens to you when you're wealthy and blah, blah, blah. And her mum was always very, very sad. And they, the mum and dad just kind of fought all the time and Beth was lonely. And then when she was 19, her dad was found dead in their kitchen, ostensibly. Brutally murdered. Yeah, shot in the face. They say those (laughs) words a lot in the book. Lots of people get shot in the face. But rather he was,
1: than shot at point blank range, Yeah,
0: or just shot and killed. No, no, right in the face. And it looked like a home invasion or a robbery. And then about two years after that, her mum was in a car accident. She had been heavily drinking and mixing with pills and whatever. And she died in a car accident. So
1: Beth was orphaned at like age twenty three or and something. Very
0: quickly, maybe two years after that, maybe even less after that, the lady killer murders began and someone saw someone that they said fitted Beth's description leaving the scene and that was the only and kind of connection. One of the sort
1: of big things is that because Beth was, instead of doing whatever they felt would be proper for someone at that point in
0: time, having experienced
1: loss, she was living very wild
0: she was living she was doing a lot of drinking and things like and that having and wild
1: parties and yes. so everyone was like oh well she's a bad girl
0: yes and so there's a lot of that which is also a common theme in Simone St James yeah. of the last couple of books as well is how women are portrayed and how women are judged so quickly based on the way that they look and that's definitely true of Beth Greer yeah so that's kind of it we jump backwards and forwards through time we're solving the whole what happened in the Lady Killer case and because it's a Simone St James the mansion in which Beth still lives and why she is still there after all this time is also a part of the plot, so I'm not going into it. It's super haunted. (laughs) It's super haunted. And... That's kind of it. I also don't want to go too deeply into who the ghosts are. So
1: no, you can't because that's a massive spoiler. Absolutely. Yeah. So okay.
0: But I would almost say that more than the haunting, the haunting is almost matter of fact, which is interesting
1: because it is matter of fact. And it, and up until the point where the the reveal of who the ghosts are happens, it's small things, and you never see the ghosts. No, it's as more, a reader, it's more you're poltergeisty, poltergeist-y they're where
0: they're they're influencing get the moved, world, yeah, that around type you. of stuff. It, it happened a lot sooner in the narrative than I thought it was going to. As in, Shay encounters ghosts quicker than I thought she was going to. So, Amy, what did you think of The Book of Cold Cases? And I haven't spoken to you about this, so it's one of those ones where I'll be interested to hear what you thought.
1: I powered through it. What a surprise. <laughs> I think like I've telling read
0: it... us when a, what what specific date the book is set. Amy always likes to tell us how quickly she read the book, but we know you read it quickly because you always read it quickly.
1: But some books, I like the one I'm trying to read at the moment, which we will review on a later episode of the podcast. So far, I'm like three weeks in and I've read about six chapters. I'm not powering through it, and the difference is it's horrid. No, no. It, but, hush, spoilers for future episodes. <laughs> no
0: one knows what book it is. <laughs>
1: The uh, put two and two together. Yeah, they <laughs> will. Mention how long this it took me to read It This took that me one.
0: three weeks to read. Oh, that's the one.
1: This was really gripping. They're always very gripping, particularly yeah. I like the ones where she's you know, really
0: nailed. She is really super nailed. I'll talk about it a bit yeah, in time. I have some things to say about that.
1: So I, as a reader, was really interested. One to find out because it's what I expect from a Simone St James when the. Ghost would be introduced and who that ghost would be. Mm. So I was much more actively looking for clues than I normally sure. would be. And I was trying to be like, I reckon it's this, or I reckon it's this person. And I was having a Adorbs. good time in my brain yeah. trying to work out who and what. Like, this wasn't a book where you found out who did it right towards the end. No. You sort of like Sundown Motel, you actually have a relatively clear idea of who it is with enough time for the narrative to then deal with the consequences and ramifications of that person being who that person is.
0: Yes. Does that but make I, sense? It does. But I think that's because part of what we love most about Simone St. James is although they are books about ghosts and they are books about they're not books about traumatic ghosts. things happening that cause ghosts. They're about people. They're about hauntings. And they're about the lots Unfinished of different, business. yeah, but not only that, but the lots of different ways people can be haunted by things that have happened to them mm. or things they've experienced or things that haven't happened and working out who did it or working out who the ghost is. That's not the point of the book. What has to be resolved is the haunting. And that's what people really People have to good- be allowed to be free of the haunting. So in
1: this one, I thought this was really well done in this book compared to some of. That's a previous one that we did where it sort of had a similar... The protagonist in the contemporary period is haunted by things from their past. Yeah. And the person in the past section is usually engaging with the actual haunting.
0: What the, is experiencing the trauma kind of... In a ghost. We see it it's manifest.
1: This one... Was really tangible how Shay was having to, through solving this cold case and through the process of it, was coming to terms with what haunted her in the past and being able to find find a sense of closure about particular things. And also, even though she was dealing with people who, you're as a reader, going, "Eh, can we really trust them? Yeah. She is finding ways to build more trust of people. And I really enjoyed her narrative as a character. Yeah. And I really liked that for most of her section, the character she engages the most with other than Beth is Michael. But I really liked that she has this strong sense of... He's actually the person who I know I can call who will understand what I need to talk to him
0: about. Yes, and who is equally invested. But they haven't vested. met each other. Yeah.
1: So, I, so I liked... That just narratively, his character was all created, and the understanding between them existed before they actually had even seen each other. Yeah,
0: right. Yeah, okay.
1: Like she talks about how she has a sort of yeah, I idea like that. of I've what got a picture of who I he can probably picture who is. he is. Yeah. So I liked that sort of character development and character
0: journey that was happening, and it was nice too because Beth ultimately was defined by and almost her life paused or stopped at the point where this trauma in 1970s happened Mm. and lived out the rest of her life kind of being haunted by it, you know what I mean? Mm -hmm. And so, yeah, I liked that kind of parallel then of them being almost Shay is, is Beth in the 70s. Like, so now's her moment. Do you choose to allow this thing that happened to you when you were nine define, control, and limit the rest of your life or is it worth taking a chance to to live to meet Michael? To you know what I mean? To throw yourself yeah. in, into the things that. And you love. she
1: does that by going. Everyone's like, well, not everyone. Cause she doesn't really engage with that many people. True. But is it safe for me to go and step into Greer Mansion yeah. with someone who
0: <laughs> could be the lady killer? Could
1: actually be the serial killer. I'm going to do it anyway yeah. because it it's matters. part of me. It matters. It's part of me finding out and. And trying to...
0: The parallels between their characters, I think, w- made it... That was really nice. It was nice. nicely done. That yeah.
1: was... And and it
0: also, I thought,
1: was really helpful because I didn't... You can't really trust Beth. So the time that you spend with Beth, I kept waiting for there to be some sort of... You felt she
0: was an unreliable narrator. Yeah, an unreliable narrator.
1: And therefore i was clinging to then cutting back to shay who i had a lot more trust for and was a much more reliable narrator yeah and the relationship between the two of those and how they did sort of parallel helped me to engage more with the beth narratives yeah it's a bit convoluted but you see what i mean i
0: know what you mean because i've read the book but i think listening to this that would be quite (laughs) convoluted what am i trying to say Do you mean that? So, part of what I liked about it, right? So, this is what I was going to bring up. This is what I was going to bring up in terms of I feel like we've been watching the growth of Simone St. James as an author playing with this idea of telling parallel narratives across time. Yeah. And I get what you mean. Beth is deceptive and cold and calculated as a character. That's a really central part of her character. She's got this
1: very this epic
0: mask yes and it's wears. really very beautifully developed watching how she got that mask over the events of her childhood I thought that was fascinating in like part three of the book kind of thing where you go back and we get to actually see a lot of her childhood yeah. how she wasn't like that to begin with we go I a lot that...
1: further back in time which hasn't happened to us in the Samoes no, parallel not. things before but
0: the other thing I really liked about it which I think links back to your sense of trust and trust in your narrator and in needing the Shay story line. So Shay has already done a bunch of research into this uh, lady killer as a part of her blog, her website. And so she pulls out all her old research and she sort of is talking to us about like you know in the third person we're exploring through her all of this evidence and all of these moments in the case that are being portrayed in certain ways in the media or in police records or in newspapers or tv or whatever Mm -hmm. then when we flash back in time we're also seeing those exact same moments from beth's perspective and i think that for me was really Mm -hmm. valuable and i really enjoyed it but it also helped me trust beth more as a kind of as a character because what she was seeing added more to what happened with like how it was presented or how shay was engaging with the same moments in time yep. all those years later so i feel like it was almost like having Beth's story that she was telling us, having it kind of corroborated by the information Shay had then gone. And, and that read.
1: then gives you a point. Yeah. Okay. That's what I'm trying to say, that the corroboration then allowed me to have a little bit more.
0: Faith in the Beth Connection narrative. to or yeah. faith
1: to someone who I was reading as quite an unreliable narrator. Yeah. Shay's first person, by the way.
0: Oh, is she in yeah, first person? Beth, oh, Beth there is. Beth is
1: the the contemporary one is usually first person and the past one in all the ones that we've read so
0: far. Really? Broken girls. I'm Sundown gonna have to Motel. go back and watch. I did not even pick up on that, uh, but that's great. So
1: even though this one was I didn't think it was quite as much like if we I compare it to the Sundown Motel, which is the previously most recent one that Simone St. James has written.
0: Yeah, previously most recent is how people say that.
1: Yeah, yeah.
0: Punch you in the face. <laughs> Shot in the face, bang! (laughs) Shot in the face. (laughs) She was shot in the face, dear listeners, for continued mockery.
1: (laughs) That one had a lot of ghosts, and the ghosts were really tangible. Yeah, from the outset. So, this was
0: not scary, is that what no, you're saying? No, this one I didn't, this I, didn't scary have, at all.
1: I didn't have the same, and I managed to, I think that's why I managed to power through reading it mm. into the night. Yeah. I started in the evening, which is something I wouldn't normally do for a Simone St. James. Mm.
0: The I didn't find it scary at it, all.
1: Well, because it was about solving this crime.
0: Yeah, and the mystery of Beth—that's what it was about. Solving the mystery of Beth, there was a bit of mystery about Shay, and you wanted—and I cared about Shay. I really did care about her as a character. Like I more tell than be happy at the end. Yep, more than any other Simone St. James kind of character up to this point. I really cared that she was able to free herself from this and feel. Do you know like she move forward? This she
1: actually felt like, and when I was reading, I was like, oh, I have to bring this up when I talk about it with you. In Sundown Motel, Heather. The
0: friend yes, who has 100%. this past
1: that she doesn't really talk about, yes. but she's obsessed with cold cases. I sort of felt like, ah,
0: are you the beginning this of is, that? This is
1: the beginning. Heather is
0: is now Shay. extrapolated yeah, into that Shay. Totally be true because
1: Heather doesn't like going out places and she wears a
0: poncho. When things get a t- bit things. too much, she's like, I have to tap out now. My parents would not like me to be a part of this. A hundred percent. No, I totally get what you mean. I really cared about Shay. I really cared about what happened to her. And I actually thought this was probably in terms of her back forth, back forth, this was her most masterful use of that narrative device that I've ever seen. But I agree with Mm. you. I was more frightened... In another recent one that we've done, um, maybe this time by Jessica Jennifer Cruise, Kruse. Jennifer Cruzi. Yeah, I thought yeah, that was. I agree. That I, was, that was scarier. considerably scarier because I went scarier. into this
1: really, actually, quite nervous about the scare level yeah. that I would engage with, and then when I realised that I was actually reading a thriller. That's all it was. You're so right. Then, I was able to just power through and focus on untangling it and. You know, backing Shay to yeah. overcome her. But the
0: ghosts weren't aggressive. The ghosts were a bit more like everybody was trapped. This book was just the, the about being contributed
1: trapped. Contributed to trap entrapment.
0: Yeah, everyone was trapped. Shay was trapped by what had happened to her. Beth was trapped by what had happened to her. She was trapped in the mansion. Everyone was just trapped. The ghosts are trapped there.
1: I wanted to. There were a couple of supporting characters that I wanted to find out more about. The police
0: detective, who me too. Was quite yeah, detective Black. Yeah, he, he was still had some
1: like mystery that I was like,
0: hmm. I'd love him to pop into another. I know that Simone, you like your crossover police. detective. I like detectives. a crossover police detective. Hmm. I
1: mean, <laughs> particularly one set in the nineteen twenties. Yes, I mean
0: he'll never be Inspector Watson. American. Face. That's him. <laughs> I don't even... Inquiry even into love and death. Listeners. Even my favourite, even my favourite inspector ever. I don't remember his name. So would you recommend it? I would. Yeah, I would. It's probably still not my favourite Simone St. James. I still prefer Inquiry into love and death. And I think I still prefer Sundown because The Back Forth was great in that and I thought the the threat of the ghost was so much more real. So I would yes, I would recommend it not as my scariest Simone St. James. Mm. I would recommend it as a thriller, as a crime thriller that has some great characters, has some great insights into the way media perceives women. Yep. blah blah, blah. yep, that's what I would recommend on those grounds. I think I will reread it, but I will not treasure it as deeply as I treasure other Simone St. James.
1: Here here. I, yes, it' not a scary recommend, but a recommend in the vein of uh, it's a good book. Strike. Yep. And Great it book. had a lot of the similarities between The Cold Case and the most recent one of those. And yeah. So I enjoyed it. I will reread it. But if I want a classic Simone St. James, I'm going to go and reread Inquiry Into Love and Death or Other Side of Midnight for the... <gasps> <gasps> <laughs> which, for me, the mild... <gasps> I do have yeah. to brace myself for those. I, this book, I do, love them. This book won't require me to brace myself because Good. it's about solving.
0: It is totally about that. With about yeah. the Okay, so thank you very much. We have no more time left legitimately. Thank you for joining us. Tune in next week when we will bring you more spoiler-free recaps, reviews and recommendations for whatever we read. And until then, happy reading!